1: Indeed, here we are, what is this, October 30th, 2022, Backbone Radio, launching without a hitch. I'll tell you what, yeah, we're just working on the production back here, and we're just having fun, doing some unorthodox stuff with our clips, with our music, and yes, host done a nice busy day already so far, got up early and ran a 5K, how was that? running a 5K with uh, the four little kiddos, the wife, pushing the 18-month-old in the stroller. We've done a few 5Ks pushing kids in strollers where you just do the best you can. And at about mile, what, 1.5, the little guy decided he was not having fun. <laughs> he was not enjoying being participant in a 5K this morning. And so he basically shrieked and hollered uh, for a good, uh, oh, about half of the race. And so that makes uh, Dad run faster, Mom run faster, in order to get to that finish line to, I don't know, figure out uh, what was upsetting him. I just think he just wanted out of the stroller, you know. He just was tired of being cooped up. Not that it took us that long to get to that 1.5-mile marker, you know. And then off to two soccer games this afternoon, and um, two victories for um, my two daughters this afternoon. Nothing wrong with that. I will take it, yeah, but I've been following the news like a hawk every last little bit of it, and I thought we might just uh, invite, invite individuals to check in and let us know what they are thinking about some key issues, and one... What the heck is going on with this Paul Pelosi scenario? You've been seeing that all through the news, yeah? Hmm. Paul Pelosi, husband of Speaker Nancy Pelosi, is in his San Francisco mansion. 2 a.m. the other night. Does a 911 call, says a friend is over, and uh, they're hitting each other with hammers. And apparently, like, um, wearing underwear, what is going on? The mainstream media, the propagandists, are trying to say that somehow it is MAGA voters' fault that this happened. And it's just the weirdest story, and I'm trying to put the pieces together as to what the heck has been going on with Paul Pelosi, the Hammers, 2AM underwear, San Francisco mansion... Who is this David DePape guy? Forty-two-year-old was in the house with Paul Pelosi. Nancy's out of town. Paul Pelosi, David DePape in the house with hammers. I I I am trying to make sense of it all. Elon Musk tweeted a bit earlier today, and yes, this just came in in the Texas studio. Elon Musk sent a little tweet to Hillary Clinton who was busy blaming, you know, Republican voters for whatever happened to Paul Pelosi. But he said, there might be a lot more to this story. There might be a lot more to this story, said Elon Musk earlier today. And it seems like some very weird stuff was going on with this friend and the hammers and the underwear and all that in uh, in Paul Pelosi's home, but can we say exactly what's going on? Oh, the propaganda is flying fast. It's hard to figure it out, but I don't know. If anybody's out there seeing stuff, maybe we could have you call in, check in, tell us what you think about the Paul Pelosi thing. Here we are, what, 12 days out of the midterm election, and um, you got this happen, and oh, it's going to be a massive political football heading into November 8th and so uh, we'll, we'll talk that I'll try to get as much information as I can out about the Paul Pelosi weird weird scenario heading into Halloween here yeah and all right we should talk about I guess it's been a big topic of conversation and a lot of chats about it last week uh, how are we doing on Joe O'Day What are voters thinking? What are Republican voters or voters in general thinking about the Joe O'Day scenario? Are you going to be able to vote for Joe? Are you uh, having a hard time? Are you not going to vote for Joe? Some people say he's a rhino. Donald Trump says he's a rhino. Some people um, are voting for him anyways. And some are not. I'm just curious uh, where people are coming down. There's a lot of a lot of great conversation, a lot of brilliant callers are working their way through this one. So we'll talk on that. And of course, we're celebrating the purchase of Twitter. Elon got it done. Elon Musk got it done. The bird is freed. Elon's first tweet after becoming the chief twit, the owner of Twitter referring to himself as the chief twit. And that alone might make it harder for the left to spin and control the narrative heading into heading into the midterm elections in which I would have to tell you I think the Democrats are collapsing. I think they're collapsing. And yeah, had another text the studio Perhaps it's the October surprise, the Paul Pelosi situation in which, of course, we wish all the best to Paul Pelosi. Apparently, he had a skull fracture. Sounds like a very serious attack on his person. Oh, we send him well wishes for full recovery. But as far as the way the narrative gets grabbed and pushed out and trying to somehow blame Republicans for this it really uh, doesn't doesn't make any sense. And, of course, you well, it does make sense. That's what the left is going to try to do to spin their way out of this one when it looks like we've got some basic facts on it that are going to be very hard to explain away. So uh, not to do too much on Pelosi here in the opener, um, but, yeah, talking, you know, how are we doing on Joe O'Day? I got a lot of thoughts about how Elon's purchase of Twitter is going to make the world a better place. If we can just get a bit more free speech into the system, make it harder for the left to censor and punish people that they don't like what their thoughts are. And oh the old Twitter people, the Bolsheviks running Twitter back in the day. I mean, they, they uh, do not respect the First Amendment, as we know. But let's all get into this. Diesel shortage? Uh, where are we on a diesel shortage right now we've got a lot of crazy headlines i talked about these on friday i filled in for Stefan tubbs so podcast listeners we've got a bunch of extra podcasts out there from the friday program guest hosting for Tubbs, and it's there it's just vintage audio it's just it's just good stuff great color conversations and input and um yeah potential uh People are saying we've got 25 days, maybe I guess we're we're down to 22 days now to fix a diesel shortage that could grind this country to a halt, the economy to a halt in all kinds of just grievous ways. Oh, the Biden era, the Biden energy green people seem to um, always be screwing things up, um, They, you know, the intellectuals and the people that think they're going to profit from the new green reality, the investors in green. Meanwhile, like we're running out of energy um, in Europe. And meanwhile, there's shortages here, apparently on diesel prices going straight north. And I'll tell you, that's the trouble with intellectuals, especially when they think they're going to make money from whatever it is they're intellectualizing about that we'll talk green energy, and uh, coal seems to be having a bit of revival in Europe right now because winter is coming. Winter is coming. Let's talk about the battle between Kerry Lake, MAGA, candidate for governor in Arizona, and Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is really trying to do everything she can to block and stall and oppose Kerry Lake in Arizona. But it seems to only be that the, the more Liz Cheney yelps about Kerry Lake, the more Money comes in for Carrie Lake, and the bigger Carrie Lake's lead in the polls seems to get. She's already ahead in the poll data I see, 54 to 43. We'll also talk RIP. Jerry Lee Lewis has passed away. Oh, goodness. We will miss that guy. Uh, One of the all-time greats. We'll be right back. It's Backbone Radio, 303-696-1971. There we go, coming in with some Halloween-inspired music. Don't fear the Reaper. Blue Oyster Cult. We're getting the Cowbell launched early here tonight. You're a fan of Cowbell, Blake, right? I mean, you're good with it? The more Cowbell, the better? Yeah, I thought so. Gotta have the Cowbell. Yes, you know the SNL skit. Back when they used to be funny. These days, is not funny when you watch SNL. Oh, the fate of Alec Baldwin. Oh, ooh, bad. Bad deal there with Alec Baldwin. And uh, yeah, that's been one of my long-time theses that late-night humor and comedy is no longer funny in this country because it is run by the left wing and it is mediated by bureaucrats, mediated probably by the FBI and the CIA coordinating the jokes, I think, of the late-night funny shows, and they just, you know, you just uh, you just can't laugh about that stuff anymore. And who is it? Jimmy Kimmel? Who's the guy? Jimmy Kimmel had this really partisan hack tweet today. He's one of those funny men, late-night funny men who's not funny, saying that uh, he's not happy about Elon purchasing Twitter and referred to Elon as a piece of use the S word excrement. And I just like, that's not funny. These people are, this again, when you're all focused on your power, you can't take time to laugh about it. But again, when Elon showed up at Twitter, made the purchase, said, Hey, comedy is now legal again on Twitter. And, Oh, we're going to be in for a lot more humor in the future on Twitter and otherwise. But Paul Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen, What are you thinking about this one? Um, Yeah, 303-696-1971. Paul Pelosi, okay? He, um, you know, issues this 911 call at 2 a.m. in the morning. And I believe that would have been Friday night, Saturday, technically Saturday morning, 2 a.m. Saturday, when Nancy Pelosi's out of town... And uh, Paul Pelosi gets attacked. Gets attacked, apparently suffers a skull fracture and had some very serious injuries. And the initial reports are saying that when Paul Pelosi called 911, he referred to the person in his home in San Francisco, the Nancy Pelosi mansion, as a friend. Quote, friend. Okay. And... Apparently the individual, the alleged attacker, David DePape, D-E-P-A-P-E, 42 years old, um, was wielding a hammer. And apparently both, Paul Pelosi and David DePape, were wielding hammers as far as... I'm just trying to piece together reports, and a great deal of this is tentative at the moment. And um, we learn... That this David DePape was a Berkeley resident, and apparently in the grip of a drug-induced psychosis, and uh, the neighbors of David DePape in Berkeley have been interviewed, and I wasn't able to grab that audio. I saw it just before coming in here, and the neighbor says that you know there that this guy was a nudist. David Pape was a nudist, so a nudist is in. The Pelosi home. Yeah. Really late at night with a hammer and apparently wearing underwear. Uh, that's what we're seeing there. A nudist is in the Pelosi home. And the neighbor says that it seems like she presumed that her neighbor, David Pape, was a left wing oriented political person and that their home, their nudist home in Berkeley, had. Had like BLM signs on it and LGBTQ signs on it, signaling left-wing politics, which would probably be you know about what would you say Berkeley, California. I spent my time in Berkeley, California. Would have to be about like ninety-eight uh, percent left-wing, liberal. Yeah, that's that's I guess how you would have to describe Berkeley, California. Which is a very interesting town, very interesting place in so many ways. They got a couple of great bookstores. I wonder if Moe's Books is still going out there, or Shakespeare and Company, two of the two of the great bookstores. But uh, all right, you know, you start looking at who is this uh, David DePape, and apparently, um, David DePape's. Long-time ex-lover, according to Andy No Ngo on Twitter, he has this tweet, and the ex-lover, much older than David DePape, this is a woman, says, Well, when I met him, he was only 20 years old, and he didn't have any experience in politics, and he was very much in alignment with my views, and I've always been very progressive. I absolutely admire Nancy Pelosi. That is what is said by the former, hmm ex-lover that's according to andy no i guess it's kind of weird to have to talk about this is it kind of weird i mean i guess when strange things happen out there and this paul pelosi you have to say is a very strange scenario and we have to talk about it it's kind of it's just i guess it's weird but i guess we got to do it of course the left is again somehow trying to twist this into some way to blame republicans right Um, Liz Wheeler on Twitter points this out. Facts about the Paul Pelosi attack. 1. The attacker was a homeless drug addict. 2. The attacker lived in a hippie commune. 3. That hippie commune home had BLM and gay pride flags on it. 4. The 911 caller called him a, quote, friend. 5. He was let in the door. By whom? Question mark. Six, police watched him attack Paul Pelosi. And seven, mainstream media will ignore marijuana relevance. Liz Wheeler says it's so fishy, this whole scenario here. And I've got uh, an article here, an essay. This is the first reporter to really start digging, and this was on uh, the 29th. Um, yesterday, uh, named Michael Schellenbarger, who writes on Substack, and he's a, a very capable journalist. I've been following his work for quite some time. And uh, he, uh, he, you know, he's the first guy out there that seems to have been digging into who is this David DePape. And I'll just read maybe the first paragraph. How about. Leading politicians yesterday blamed the political right for the brutal attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul. This is despicable, said President Biden. He noted that the alleged attacker, David DePape, 42, shouted the same line, Where's Nancy? as the supporters of Donald Trump who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. And what makes us think that one party can talk about stolen elections, said Biden. And so, yeah, Biden, oh, yeah, Governor Gavin Newsom said this, and this is mentioned in the Schellenberger article, this attack, actually, uh, this is a quote from Scott Wiener, a San Francisco state senator. This attack is terrifying and the direct result of toxic right-wing rhetoric. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not seeing where they have backed any of that up. Anybody out there seeing that being backed up in some way? But Schellenberger says this, As I discovered yesterday, DePape lived with a notorious local nudist in a Berkeley home, complete with a Black Lives Matter sign in the window and an LGBT rainbow flag emblazoned with a marijuana symbol hanging from a tree. Huh. A closer look reveals The characteristics of a homeless encampment are what Europeans call an open drug scene. Some quotes from the Schellenberger investigating into this weird situation with Paul Pelosi in San Francisco. Any thoughts out there? Be right back. There we go. Sugar Sugar by the Archies bringing us back. That's another one that... You just always love hearing that tune. Makes you want to get up and dance a little bit. We've got a few more of those coming tonight. The all-around good cheer tunes as we head into idea. Be encouraged. I think we've got a red wave brewing. I do. I think we have a red wave coming our way, and I can't wait to see it. Again, if we have enough election integrity. We are the cavalry. Let's get out there and make it happen. Make it red. See what we could even come up with right here in Colorado. Man, it would be nice to work our way out of all of these problems brought on by one-party blue state Democrat rule in the state of Colorado. Paul Pelosi. Oh, we're going right to the phones here. And I've got uh, Sebastian Gorka has a tweet, and it was a picture of the hippie commune that Pelosi's pro hemp nudist 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 what is a nudist i guess I guess I know what a nudist is, but you know, I guess it's just people that walk around like nude, right no clothes that's just that's kind of a Berkeley thing by the way. Remember when I was in college? I'm down in Claremont, California, Pomona College, and there was some notorious dude in Berkeley who was a nudist, and he would—he was a student at Berkeley. He'd walk around like without any clothes on, and we—we we were aware of that about a couple hundred miles south in in Claremont, California, of you know how they do it up in Berkeley, and uh, we never did have an actual nudist, as far as I knew on my campus somehow or another. But anyway, Sebastian Gorka says, uh, you know, in this picture, and uh, you see this, that this uh, this nudist hippie commune is festooned with LGBTQ flags, BLM signs, and other leftist propaganda. And so getting to the point here, and this is what you're seeing a lot of commentators say, actually, maybe I'll before I'll get to that point, uh, here, here, here's what Jesse Waters uh, said the other night. A homeless nudist. Hmm? He was living in a storage locker, and he was an illegal alien from Canada with a rap sheet in San Francisco, we believe, so he should have been deported. But San Francisco is a sanctuary city. Um, nudist, again, we got a nudist situation. Somehow a nudist got into Paul Pelosi's home late at night apparently there was some broken glass and i've looked at some pictures of the broken glass on the pelosi mansion and the glass broke from the inside not the outside uh, you you can tell by looking seen some commentators uh, talk about oh so this was not maybe a break in but the glass broke from the inside at least in one picture that doesn't prove anything but who who let who let this nudist into the Pelosi mansion in late at night, referred to as a friend of the 911 call. I guess I think you see where all of this leads, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, uh, you know, was there some kind of uh, uh, sexual relationship between Paul Pelosi and this individual, the nudist, the, that went wrong, went bad, involved, got into uh, assault and violence territory? Is that what happened? And... Um, And what is the media going to do about it? What is the left going to do? Well, they're going to try to blame, somehow, Republicans for this situation. Kind of a desperate move. Seems like it doesn't have any legs to stand on here. But do we know what happened in the Pelosi mansion that night? I don't. I wasn't there. Whew. Thank goodness I wasn't there. I'm I'm glad I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of piece it together as best we can. And combat the propaganda. Like I said, Elon Musk is very, he says there's probably more to this story, uh, folks, than what Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are saying. Eh, more to this story. You get the idea. I mean, do I have to be more clear? Do I have to do that? I I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. Maybe I'll have Blake do that. You, know, you want to be more clear about it, Blake? You want to? Anyway, 303 696 Let's, uh, let's let's say hello to Brian in Denver. Check it in first. Brian, welcome to the program. Can you hear me, Brian?
2: Hey, am I? Yeah, there you yeah, are. Yeah, it me. Howdy. Am I? Not, oh, okay. I thought I'd be second. Hey, uh this whole this whole thing is a clown show. I mean, come on. There's that uh there's the old saying when Nancy goes away, uh Paul turns gay, I guess. So there's no sign of a break in nope i mean and you know what i find ironic when we first heard this story me and the wife we just looked at each other and go this doesn't even make sense but all these republicans these rhinos came out there's no there's no room for there's no room for violence on either side and we before knowing any of the story they just jumped on the bandwagon. It's like, you know, if you dirty me once, blank you. If you dirty me twice, blank me. But they keep we keep buying this stupid narrative with nobody knowing any facts. Hmm. Kind of like Snake Island out there in Ukraine. Everybody bought on that. They had a big show about it and then it turns out, Well, it's just false. But I'm curious to how the, the mainstream media is gonna back out of this one. Yeah. That'll be fun to see.
1: Some people are saying cat turd on Twitter. It's a huge Twitter account that everybody thinks is hilarious, says that, uh, oh, watch this. The media is going to be dropping this story tomorrow within 24 hours once a few more details flow in. And by the way, if you remember, Paul Pelosi, a few months back, got a DUI. He got a car accident. It was apparently a really bad car accident and... Somebody was seriously hurt in that, but we never found out like who was hurt or what the details were or what on earth was going on, and uh, it was very murky situation. So something's something's weird with Paul Pelosi uh, these days, and maybe has been for a while. He's he's we know he's a great stock investor. The Pelosi's do very well with their investments. I mean, they they beat the market many times over. They're they're probably better than any Wall Street. They're probably better than Warren Buffett at investing when it comes down to it. But Brian, uh, you may have cut to the chase with a few of your comments. Uh, and uh, th- does it make sense at any level? I mean, how, how do you? What, what do you think the bottom line is here?
2: Well, I knew it was a joke right off the bat. I, evidently, the guy and I'm not sure about anything. I don't. My wife has a smartphone, so she's the one that gets to look up everything. But evidently, this guy has been busted for maybe prostitution or a known prostitute i don't know how a forty year old man becomes a prostitute but I guess if you're going with an eighty year old man it would make sense i mean isn't mm. isn't paul like eighty two or something i
1: believe he is i believe that's right so
2: so the guy's running around getting drunk getting in accidents buying prostitutes well, i mean at eighty two really that seems a little a little odd
1: well again we're piecing all of this together we don't know what's going on but i think All of the leading indicators I have seen suggest that uh, what the left wing, what Biden is trying to do here and uh, what Hillary is trying to do here, blaming Republicans again, is really, really wrong. And that uh, I don't think they're going to be able to get away with this one. I mean, could they actually do this? See, they're so used to controlling narratives and pushing whatever they want. I mean, they push Russia for four years, five years, six years. Russia, 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 that they just, this is what they do. But guess, you know, Elon owns Twitter now. That's the main meme production center. And Elon's out there saying, oh, more to the story here. Hmm. So. Yeah,
2: they're not going to have Twitter on their side to silence anybody. This is, yeah, this is. We knew right away, me and my wife knew right away when this happened, we said, no, we didn't know, you know, all the details or nothing, but we said, this makes no sense. Yep. We, there's no sign of a break-in. They're evidently they're fighting over a hammer. It sounds like there wasn't two hammers. And if you were going to attack somebody, if you're going to go to somebody's house and attack them, you're not going to go through all this planning and roll up with a hammer. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. You're going to roll up with a gun and and you know do whatever you do. It, it just from the beginning it made no sense. But they're they're going to try to spin it. But the problem is now that Twitter. You know, it's it's not going to be their censorship wagon here. So uh, yeah. it's all going to come out. And
1: yeah, Just like I guess... everything
2: else they lied about. And hopefully these stupid Republicans that bought onto it, that had shows about it and how bad it was, and were up there apologizing. You know, they're just idiots. It's, we all got to quit letting them feed the narrative. We all got to wisen up a little bit. And it is yeah. what it is. What well... do you think about in Arizona, though? We're, uh, I'm uh, getting I'm to that.
1: Sick Paul. I'm getting this yeah. to that as this program Move goes on. Kerry Lake, Blake, Blake Masters. B- By the way, I had a Texas studio. Paul's Pelosi's DUI was also at about 2:30 a.m. So 2:30 must be the yeah. witching hour of some sort. Um, Brian, I am glad you checked well, in. Watching, and if
2: keep yeah, watching we'll, the Dropbox, we, yeah, will. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, the yeah, definitely Arizona. Watching. It's it's going red. Be right back. Train in vain by The Clash. You didn't stand by me. Yeah, stand by your man, right? Was that the Tammy Wynette song? Covered so brilliantly by Lyle Lovett. And yeah, we're talking the strange Paul Pelosi situation. Sundance at the conservative treehouse has just come out with a piece. All the Sunday Talks. National media use assault on Paul Pelosi to frame the midterm election. And here's a paragraph here. Essentially, if you do not believe the original media story about how police were doing a welfare check at 2 a.m. on Paul Pelosi, only to discover a 42 year old man named David DePape, who had recently broken into the house, arguing with Mr. Pelosi, and then striking the victim in the head with a hammer while police watched, then you are a right-wing conspiracy theorist. They're obviously speaking in irony here. The Washington Post today has a story which uh, talks about Elon Musk's tweet earlier today to his 112 million followers, and Elon Musk said this, quote, There is a tiny possibility there might be more to this story than meets the eye. End quote. So, yeah, I've had some text to studio. October surprise. October surprise. What's this story here? And I don't think it takes altogether too much common sense to figure this one out. That's how I would say this one. Let's keep chatting with individuals. And thanks for hanging, Rick. Rick in Aurora. Glad you are here. You uh, have any thoughts to add on this one?
3: I would say, as soon as the mainstream media, how you interpret their articles, you knew that there was something wrong here.
1: Yeah, something
3: Uh, amiss. And throw in the typical rhinos with their platitudes of, oh, but let's not make this a... What? Do you know that Pelosi's daughter went after Rand Paul after his real attack? Do you remember that?
1: Yes, by the way... um... Rand Paul was attacked by a neighbor, and he was also shot at on that baseball field. Yep. And then he was attacked again um, another time. I don't remember the context of that one. He and his wife were walking, and he was attacked.
3: That that was after a vote coming out of the Senate building. Yeah, right.
1: and don't forget Lee uh, or Steve Scalise was uh, you know shot, a Republican shot yep. by a Bernie bro. And don't forget Lee Zeldin running for governor, Republican in New York, was stabbed on stage. Yep. By a deranged leftist. And you're not getting the same media. See how the narratives go? Oh, yeah. See how they get <laughs> controlled? Yeah.
3: Here's another one, and you've probably already picked up on this, but uh, when the mainstream during, you know, since the Pelosi report, uh, this guy, uh, quote, is a conspiracy theorist. So right away, everyone's supposed to say, oh, you know, right? How they dribble that in.
1: Hmm. Yep. They bring it all up, don't they? And do you honestly think this is going to work? I mean, you, could you imagine the American people sort of buying this one? Oh, Rick.
3: Well, I mean, uh when when 26% still think the country's going in the right direction, I wonder sometimes to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, there's going to be at least some that buy it and it will be wall to wall. And yeah, Joe Biden has um you want to, should we let's hear what Joe Biden has said about this. Here's how he blames political violence on the right while you're here rick election was
0: not real that it's being stolen that all the all the malarkey that's being put out there to undermine democracy you can't just apologize and say the violence it affects people's mentality it affects how people think particularly (laughs) people who are not maybe as stable as other people so the the talk has to stop that's the problem that's the problem you can't just say, I feel badly about the violence and we condemn it. Condemn what produces the violence, and this talk produces the violence.
1: So they're going to do that. They're going to talk about violence, and somehow it's you know conservatives are responsible for this. Of course, you don't look at uh, Lee's, uh, Lee Zeldin, Steve Scalise, Rand Paul. Go down the list. And this whole concocted narrative seems, uh, yeah... I think and, Elon Musk has it right. There's a there, teeny yeah. chance there's maybe a lot more to this story than meets the eye. Yeah.
3: And it was funny when the installed president said, it, you know, it affects people that are mentally unstable. And I'm thinking, oh, 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 yeah, right. What am I looking at is the fake installed president.
1: Right. Uh Boy. At any rate, uh, we, we'll it's, see. It,
3: they mix it up more. Ukraine. This is this is getting ridiculous. Seventy-two
1: billion for Ukraine. We're up to that, Rick. Yeah, and every see, other I, border in the world, but our own. That's what yeah. our elites want. That's what the rhinos want.
3: Can I just quickly leave you with this about Pennsylvania? Two hundred fifty thousand ballots were sent to Pennsylvania voters without verified IDs. So Pennsylvania is truly the key. If both. And the governor Mastriano lose, then I know something's amiss in Pennsylvania. That's the key. If, if Pennsylvania can get by without massive cheating, which I doubt, that's the one to watch.
1: Hmm, Pennsylvania. And I also, you might look at Arizona as well. Because Arizona, with Blake Masters and Kerry Lake running, oh, the establishment does not want those two America firsters anywhere near power. Great. And that could be big. People are talking, oh, Kerry Lake could be Trump's running mate in 2024 and um, she's not like totally going out of her way to deny that possibility but she's already she's up by 11 points in arizona we shall see meanwhile carl rove is trying to take down mastriano in pennsylvania and i'll get into that senate stuff here as the program goes on but uh but yeah rick uh, i think we're justified in being skeptical of the narrative on paul pelosi so (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay, take yeah. care,
1: man. All right. All the best to you. But hey, Rick, Rick, are you still there? I uh oh, I might have lost him. But Rick is our marathon man, and uh, I ran a 5k this morning, Rick. And uh huh? oh, you are still there. Yeah. So, got up early, did the 5k. First one I've done in a little while, but um I don't know if my time is totally valid because I was pushing a baby stroller. And uh, I kept circling around to uh go check on my kids. <laughs> so, I might have ran a 10k, but it was uh, under the rubric of a 5k anyway so Good for you man yeah not up to marathon level yet but
3: uh you'll get there it's yeah. tough to do a marathon with a stroller anyhow
1: yeah 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 it's i noticed that especially going uphill that i felt like hmm you know uh that's that's not easy but uh rick thank you all the best to you and uh let's say hello to artists artists welcome from aurora Thank you, Matt.
4: You know, first of all, when you played "Sugar, Sugar" and that guy when he entered said, "Where's Nancy?" I kind of wondered maybe you should have played, you know, "I've Got a Hammer" by Peter Paul and Mary.
1: I did um, think about anyway. that. I I have to admit, I did. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh my, then that should be scary for you that we're thinking on the- along the same lines. Now. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know but, if that's
1: healthy, right? Uh, but yeah.
4: But to me that I've heard Nancy lives in a pretty good sized mansion. So there are no cameras or gates or high fences on her property. People can
1: just walk in. Oh, they have a massive security detail. Oh.
4: Yeah. So where are the pictures? She has a
1: whole police force, the Capitol Police force at her own disposal, which now have bases in California and Florida, thanks to Nancy Pelosi. But they
4: may have, Yeah, they may have been with her in Washington, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They're they're with they're with her everywhere. From what from what I understand. So, but uh, Pelosi was away. Nancy was away. And well, and I've
4: even heard supposition that this David may be the guy that was the second person in the car when Pelosi was drunk. I
1: hadn't heard any. Have you you heard that uh, speculated upon? That's interesting. Well, Uh, and who knows? I read it. Yeah, Yeah. Who knows? Who Very knows what kind. the story is? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's going to be a lot more to I've this a story, a lot more to this story, and we don't know the details. But you know, Biden thinks he does, slamming, slandering the right, and um, of course, that's, that's just how they roll. But uh, we and can if just.
4: If I had a hammer, needs to be played.
1: Yeah. There you, you know, go, artist. Thank just you. Just